Welcome to the Crypto Campfire. With your hostess with the mostest, they throw shade like it's confetti, Mitch and the Professor. Hey everybody, this is uh, episode number one of the Crypto Campfire podcast. This is the Professor and I'm here with Mitch. Hey guys. Hi Mitch. How's it going? All right, so I don't know what we've got ourselves into here, <laughs> but we've decided we're going to do a podcast. All right, so we're here tonight. We're, we want to kind of just loosen up and talk to you guys, get a, get our get ourselves out there and uh, introduce ourselves to you guys a little bit better. Uh, I know you've seen us on Twitter. We've been, you know, both of us have been pretty active. Um, we've been doing the rap battles thing pretty heavy on Friday nights. That's been an absolute blast. Uh, but we we just kind of want to get to know our community or or let you guys know us a little bit better and kind of just keep this as a chilled out, you know, bullshit session uh, talking about crypto. The, you know, the thing we love, uh, the, the space that we just enjoy to be in. So that's why we're here. A hundred percent. Why not? We might as well get together. Bullshit about crypto. It's what we love. It's what we're into. It's what all you guys are into. So let's just talk about it. Um, we, we call it the crypto campfire because, like Mitch said, we just want this to be laid back. We just want to chill out, have a good time. We want to have some of you guys come on here as guests. I don't care if you've got two followers or, or 2.5 million. Every week we're going to do this. We're going to have a new person on. Um, we're, we're just going to talk. Right. Just discuss the things that are, that are going on in the market. We can discuss, you know, different tokens of interest, um, certain projects that we're into and why. You know, stuff like that. So that's what we're looking to do. Um, Professor, why don't you give everybody a little bit of background on yourself? Uh, what do you do um, for financial gain other than crypto? And, and you know, what's your job title, so to speak? And we'll start from that. Yeah, that's a good point. We might as well kind of introduce ourselves and, and uh, kind of give background on where we came from and, and how we got into crypto. And um, I first heard about Bitcoin way way back in 2009 um i was still i was i was going to school for for computer science and there was a guy on craigslist who had an ad up he was trying to trade bitcoin for stuff i didn't really know what bitcoin was i had no idea i kind of looked it up it sort of looked interesting i kind of just brushed it off um i had reached out to him to try and trade and and we never really made anything happen and uh, i just kind of let it slide and forgot about it and uh so then 2016 rolls around and still doing some trading stuff and uh i had a motorcycle that i that i traded off and one of the things that i got uh, in return was a, a an old butterfly labs bitcoin mining machine um man it did not do much for for a hash rate <laughs> wow um, i yeah i hooked that thing up and, and this was the first time i actually really started to look into what bitcoin was i still really had no idea what it was um, I got this Bitcoin miner. I was like, cool, this is sweet. Maybe I can mine some Bitcoins. Why not? It, I think it was like $500 a coin at the time. We're pretty close. Um, so I hooked it up. I got started. I downloaded a, a wallet and started mining. I think by the end of the, the month or so, I had like 0.00001 Bitcoins. <laughs> right. Wasn't, wasn't very much. And then the power supply for my miner blew up. So <laughs> uh, I forgot about Bitcoin for another two years. Almost, almost, wow. and uh, two years, yeah, and, and then November came around, 2017, and uh, 
saw that Bitcoin was $20,000 and uh, I kind of was like, well, shoot, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should have kept mining. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So, so here I am today, but uh, yeah, so I got, I really, really got into crypto, you know, when, when a lot of us did in, in November of 2017, um, kind of a bad coin to get into Bitcoin or a bad time to get into Bitcoin, but a good time to get into alts. So, right. Right. I guess I'm kind of getting off topic here. It's just sort of cycle back around to what we were originally getting to. Um, as far as what I do, I'm, I'm director of operations for no BS crypto. Before crypto, I did a whole lot of different things. I bounced back and forth between schools, changed majors between computer science and computer engineering, back to computer science, got into doing robotics and that kind of stuff. And I, I did a lot of freelance work. I have 17 years of freelance work just on my own. And, and uh, then I got into crypto. And, and uh, now I'm I'm also working as a, basically a systems administrator, running uh, computer systems for a, a government contractor. Cool. Um, so I got, I got a lot of fun stuff to to do yeah. outside of here. That sounds like fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, exactly. Lot, lots on my plate, but but I'm having a good time. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving working with with Chris and and the rest of the team at NoBS and it, it's amazing having you on the team doing doing the community management stuff and Oh, thank you. Uh, it's been a blast. So, uh I'll, I'll hand it off to you and let you kind of introduce yourself and then maybe we'll swing back around to favorite coins or something. Yeah, cool. So, I you know, I'm a carpenter. I've been doing this for 32 years. Um, I got out of the military, went into the military right out of high school and then, uh, got out of the military and started banging nails, been a carpenter. And then, you know, it was just, Oh, it was last year. Um, January actually, it, you know, I had been looking at crypto. I'd heard about it, about, about some guy that bought pizza with a Bitcoin or something like that, paid 10 Bitcoins for a pizza. Um, you know, and then I started looking into what it was about and I was more captivated by the blockchain and what the blockchain technology was and how it was advancing and where it was going. And, you know, that this was going to be the next big thing. The technology was the next big thing coming. So, you know, I started looking into it a little bit more and found a buddy that was actually trading it already. And so, you know, finally grabbed hold one day and said, hey, show me how to do this. Set me up. You know, let's I want to set up an account. I want to get trading. So I, you know, started out January 24th of 2018 and put 400 bucks in the market and just started having fun. And, you know, we got into a crunch right there around uh, the end of February and the market went to crap and I held on. You know, I, I was like, well. I only lose if I sell. So I, I held on to a lot of stuff and continued buying every dip since then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, the big that dip. dip. That's right. That's right. You know, and so like December was a big month for me. I was doing a lot of purchasing in September, December. I couldn't <laughs> believe the prices. But uh, but yeah, so my account's almost almost in the black, uh, which is a good thing. And I've learned, oh my God, have I learned so much since I've been in this space. And, you know, crypto Twitter has just been amazing. Um, you look at the, you look at crypto Twitter back when I first started and it was booming. And then all of a sudden it just went to crap. You know, there was hardly anybody here uh, during this bear market. And it was like, okay. So the people that were left got intimate relationships, you know, you, you, you meet people and, you know, build networks and stuff like that. And so, 
you know, the big boom recently and all these people coming in, it's, it's kind of neat, you know, seeing all the new faces and the new lifeline coming in. So, so that's, that's pretty much how I got into it, you know? Um, and then how I got in with no BS crypto, you know, I just, I think I was following John McAfee on Twitter and then he posted something about no bullshit crypto. So I checked it out and, uh, befriended one of the admin there and, Next thing I know, I'm an admin, and uh, it's just been a been a love affair ever since. So, really, uh, really enjoy the project. I, I I really enjoy the people and uh, having a good time with that, and it's helped me grow a lot when it comes to this space. So, so that's that's pretty much me in a nutshell. That's awesome. The, the crypto the crypto community is just absolutely the best part. You, I, I mean, a hundred percent. I I had more fun in the bear market than I did in the bull market back in January, oh, yeah. twenty eighteen. Like like you say, it was just everybody disappeared. All the noise was gone. Yeah, and and so so all of a sudden you now had the space where you could be productive and you could you could make new relationships and you could build make new friends, you know, and uh, build new stuff and and come up with new ideas and and those ideas had a place to flourish. There wasn't so much crap, you know. It wasn't so much right. scam crap going around, and and you could have you could have conversations. It, it was yep. nice. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I I really hated the bear market, but I mean, I had a real good time on the community side of it. Absolutely, and you know, I I don't know. For me, it's like, yeah, the money's nice, but the relationships you build along the way, you you can't put a dollar figure on that. You know, no, no, Bitcoin could go to zero tomorrow. Yeah, and, and I've had a hell of a time, and I, I could care less. I mean, I I, I mean, my my bank account <laughs> might not like it, <laughs> right? But. But, uh, you know, it wouldn't be considered a loss by any means. It would not be a loss. No, I've, I've gained so much from the, you know, the, the year and a half that I've been here. You know, it's it's phenomenal. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Good times. So let me ask you this. What was what was the first crypto that you've ever bought? The first crypto I ever bought was XRP. <laughs> that was the very first crypto I ever bought. And then the, the second one was Ethereum. I bought them both on the same day. <laughs> Actually, I bought <laughs> Ethereum. I had to buy Ethereum first to buy XRP. Nice. So that's that's kind of the order in which that went. And then from there, it just exploded. I did buy Bitcoin first to get my XRP. So I guess, yeah, so I guess a Bitcoin is my first. <laughs> right. Yep. But, but yeah, that was got, your XRP. XRP was your first altcoin. Exactly. XRP was my that's that's there you go. That's a better question. What was your first altcoin? Was, yeah. was XRP. All right. Yeah. So yep. XRP is my first altcoin. I got ETN after that. Okay. And then I fell in love with Tron. And then uh, I was, TRX. Then I was yeah. lost for a while. But <laughs> what do you do? I jumped on the Verge wagon at first and then I jumped off that thing real quick. <laughs> <laughs> But I think a lot of people did, but I don't know. I've diversified my portfolio pretty well. Yeah, I'm pretty spread out. I, I, I hit the verge train a little bit a couple times. Uh, the first one was in December of 2017 when it had that little run to like, I think it was 14 cents. I caught like a very, I FOMO'd on that one and I got lucky. <laughs> and yeah. I only, I only gained like a, a penny per coin, I think is where I sold that. You know, like a, I was up a penny and, and it was coming back down from 14 cents and I sold it like 12 or 13 or so. I didn't make very much money on it, but right. I, I jumped in there. And then when the, when the Pornhub announcement was, was out and it, uh, I guess it was before that it was all the, all the big hype for that announcement. 
and right. it had several legs up. And so I got in kind of in the middle and took a little chunk out of that and got back out. But I've never really been on the verge train. It's all, there's always been so much drama. I mean, it seems like a good project right. and all. And, and right. I mean, Justin, I think is a pretty good guy that, that, you know, Justin Vendetta, the developer, but, um, I don't know. I just never really, it's a decent privacy coin, but it's never really been, uh, I've never really been in the verge fan club, I guess, if you will. So well, it took, it took me a long time to learn how to D Y O R, you know, do your own research. <laughs> okay. So research, huh? <laughs> I mean, I haven't done research since high school. So how do I do this? Right. right. <laughs> you know, so you define look at a project, research. right. And define it exactly. So what's the biggest thing that you see when you're looking at a token, the hype, right? The, the hype is what brings you to it. Yep. And then try and find any information that's valid, you know, to back up whatever the project's doing and then look at how it's doing financially. You know, it's been a, it's been a learning curve. That's for sure. Oh yeah. It's, it's one of those things. There's so many, so many aspects of it and there's so many different, you know, it's, it's not like an industry where there's, you know, kind of a small group of projects that, you know, everything is kind of along these lines. It's so diverse in the things that you can do with the blockchain. Cause it's, it's like, it's a, it's a data structure sort of, it's an underlying tech, you know, it's not like its own thing. So there's so many ways that you can apply it. You end up with this huge diverse ecosystem of projects that have so many different metrics to evaluate. And the market's not even, you can't just evaluate the project because, you know, the market is a lot based on the hype, like you said. So, right. Right. You can have a great project, and if nobody knows about it, it doesn't matter. Exactly, exactly. Or if there's a bunch of FUD or, you know, whatever, you know, it's not going to matter. So, and, and likewise, you know, you might see a whole bunch of really good stuff on Twitter about a project, and it could all be bullshit. True. But that brings us to the topic of integrity within the space. You know, I mean, a lot of people struggle with ICOs anymore. Why? Because ICOs, everybody jumped on this bandwagon. Oh my God, look, we can make millions of dollars and then exit scam everybody. You yeah. know? So you've seen a lot of that shit going on. And so now everybody's got this bad taste in their mouth for ICOs. Come on, everybody wants to make a buck. That's fine. Let's make a buck, but let's do it honestly. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just never understood it, you know? Yeah, it's it's a big problem in the space. It's, you know there's a lot that needs to be done and it makes it really hard for, you know, the companies like no BS crypto that have, that have done this all out of pocket. And there's, you know, there's not been an ICO or anything. There's a lot of projects out there that, that are in the same situation where you get projects that, that have, they've got a good idea and they're, you know, they're making headway, but they haven't raised millions of dollars on an ICO, but you have a whole community that has been in, engaged with all these other projects that have. And so what they see is every minute we've got a new exchange because it, it doesn't hurt to write that check for $20,000 for an exchange. Instead. Right. It's not a big not deal. When, not when yeah, you when raised you, 50 million. Right. When you've got $50 million <laughs> and sitting there in Ethereum or Bitcoin, you know, most likely Ethereum from the ICOs or, or, or a similar, um, you, you've got millions of dollars sitting there and, and the exchange, they just want, you know, $20,000 in Ethereum. You don't have to go through banks. You don't have to deal with any of that stuff. You just right. send it over. Off you go. I mean, you, you can you can just blow this money. You can blow through it left and right, and you can be getting new partnerships and, and new exchanges and and all this crazy stuff. And it's just you know it's, it makes it unrealistic. And then like you say, you have these companies that have all this money. You know, maybe they have no idea what the heck they're doing. You know, they've got a good idea. They've raised all this money. 
Maybe they're not and intending they get to exit scam. Right. They may not be right. intending to exit scam anybody, but right. you can easily run into brick walls. Oh, sure. And if you're if somebody that you're partnered with ends up sticking you, then what? You know, right. so everybody on the whole on the whole project looks like a looks like a turd. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh a lot of possibilities for, for things to go wrong. And and so it's just um it's kind of hard to to say clean up the space because you can't really do much about it. You know, it's a, it's a decentralized ecosystem and it is what it is, but there's, there's a lot of things you can do to kind of educate people or, or help steer them in the right direction so that maybe they can avoid making some bad decisions and buying into some bad ICOs. So make better informed decisions. Exactly. So like, I don't yeah. totally disagree with the concept of an ICO, but I don't, I, I also don't really disagree with the, the concept of a little bit of regulation involved but um that said i'm not a fan of government intervention so um no I, I'm, more, I'm more of a uh referring to some sort of a uh software-based regulation you know a software mechanism to kind of help things but right we're, we're a long ways off on that that's that's a lot more than number crunching so <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> definitely is definitely is it so is. you know we we talked about you know tokens and stuff that we have and then you know somebody somebody told me about this app you know applications for your phone you know what's the best app to have and a couple of people you know turned me on to blockfolio so i got onto this blockfolio app and oh my god this thing's amazing right it keeps track of all my stuff for me except for that one thing you <laughs> gotta put the information in when you make the trade right what a pain in the ass. I can't tell you how screwed up my Blockfolio account got when I started doing a lot of trading. Oh, my God. Yeah. So then when when they came out with this API thing for the exchanges, it's amazing how it syncs and everything, all your trades, you know, it just makes everything balance. And I was like, oh, my God, this thing is so cool. I couldn't get over it. There's so many little tiny trades, especially, you know, it's different if you're like a real long-term holder and that's all you do and you buy a few tokens here and you leave it. But, right. you know, if you're like you and I and just can't keep your finger off the buy or sell button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have a list of trades that are uh, not so fun to input manually into your wallet app. So it's uh, right. it's helpful. It's helpful. But then the fees too, you forget about the fees and then all those stuff you get, like the gas you get, right, for holding NEO. Yep. You forget about that or you forget about uh, whatever you, I forget what it's called for holding Theta, you know, you get, you get tokens for that too. So yeah, that, that the application for that, that Blockfolio app is just off the hook, man. That thing's awesome. Yeah. I it's used crazy. to use a, a, a different one and it, uh, my, my biggest complaint with that was the the fees and, and just trying to keep track of it. Like, like you say, all that little manual stuff that. You know, yeah. you'd put in everything, but then you'd, you'd forget that other stuff and you could go back through and do it. But it was just, I mean, there's just so much. <laughs> so Right. Especially if you made a lot of trades. Exactly. Over over this past year, or I should say 2018, man, this has gone by fast. Wow. Oh, you're 2018, everything has happened in 2018 and, and we're not even there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There's been a lot of new, you know, improvements to these wallet apps, like those API things and things like that. So. Um, I, I really want to poke at uh, Blockfolio or, or Delta or some of those guys and uh, see if we can't get uh, some of that Nobius crypto rating and assessment numbers worked in there once we get that platform up and running. So, Oh, that would be sweet. 
Yeah. That'd be really cool. And I, I know there's a lot of people that are going, huh? That don't really know what no bullshit crypto is, you know, or what we what we look to do. Yeah. Um, I'll uh I'll save that for the for for the next one. I'll uh Yeah. I won't, I won't plug it too deep here right now, so but I'm uh, down with that. Basically the concept of it is uh we're just trying to build an unbiased ratings and assessment platform to kind of kind of have a good source of uh, unbiased information to determine you know whether or not you should look at buying into a project or not and we also have some other indicators based on social metrics and things that we are going to integrate into that system for a little bit more stuff if you will to to make your decision on but i won't get too deep into it for now so <laughs> there's, there's, okay. a, there's a lot of good stuff at uh Read the white Absolutely. paper. If you're interested and you want to learn more, go to nobscrypto.com and read the white paper. I'll I'll leave it. There, there you go. <laughs> there you go. We'll leave it at that. Yep. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So everybody, check out that uh, no bullshit crypto white paper and get an idea of what you think on that. Now, I, I want to throw out there this Friday again, as we've been doing the last few weeks, and it's been a big hit. The rap battles—they've been amazing, and it's been so much fun. Oh my God, guys, just get on there and we just ah. Uh, it's a blast. We just rhyme out stuff and, you know, wrap out our tweets on, you know, Twitter with, you know, crypto tweets and stuff like that. Check it out. If you haven't yet, it's a good time. I promise you, you'll be glad you made it. We got Gator on there. He's just amazing. This guy is just nonstop with this stuff. <laughs> Gator kills it every time. He does. He's amazing. The guy's off the hook and he doesn't just hold back for Friday. He's got to throw it out all week long. I love it. Oh yeah. He, he's adopted <laughs> it as his thing. He's, he's right. He has. The moon, man. <laughs> he has for sure. For sure. And then, so, you know, that being said, guys, if there's anybody out there that, you know, might feel they have something valid to talk about or, or want to get on here and just, just jaw jack, shoot the shit, you know, give us a holler or shoot us a DM and, let us know. We'd be happy to have you on the show. It'd be something, you know, that we're starting, have you on the podcast. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's just going to be fun. That's all we're looking to do. Yeah, we just we just want to sit here. And we're just sitting around the campfire having a beer, bullshitting with uh, other crypto enthusiasts. So uh, if, if whether we know you or not, we want to come on here and, and let's, let's just sit down and bullshit and, and uh, see where it goes. Sounds good. All right. So I guess we will call it a night on that. Absolutely. Yeah, we had a good time. So, guys. Have a good night. It was fun to sit here and talk with y'all. We hope you enjoy your day. Have a good night, everybody. See ya.